We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 56 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. First time for everything. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Kendra. I think I'm going to go ahead and say it so that you don't make fun of me later and then I'm caught off guard. I fell in the water. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So... Do you want me to tell the story or do you feel no, like you no, want to tell the story? I, I, I kind of want to set it up. Oh, wow. Motorcycle. Very loud motorcycle. So I had wondered for a while when one of us was going to fall in the water off the boat or in the boathouse. And I and when we should install such ladders so such person could get out. Ladders or nets or anything to, you know, to make it a little bit more safe. I... I thought for sure it was going to be one of our children. Oh, really? Well, first, you should probably say you're not the first. The dog and the cat have both fallen in. Right, right. You're the first human. I am the first human to have fallen in in our family. Um, Okay, so here's what happened. (laughs) We decided that um, we'll get to this part, since I have a job, that weekends are going to become more dedicated to getting a few things done, especially with winter coming. And we had tackled quite a few, well, not quite a few, two, um, I'm going to call them home improvement projects, even though it's Hmm. a boat, but it is our home. That's true. They're home improvement projects. I'd call them remodel, but I guess it's not really a remodel. I mean- No, renovation. I guess Hayden's was a remodel. Morgan's and Charlie's was more just uh, sprucing up. fix up their rooms, which we can go back to. But always after doing a project, there's like those leftover pieces of like scrap lumber, lumber yeah. and all that stuff that you don't know if it's big enough for the next project. Will you keep it? Will you not? So it was sitting in front of the door of the boathouse. So you'd open the door and you'd walk into this pile of lumber and have to kind of go around it. And we already have a pretty narrow walkway to get on the boat. Right. So it was driving me nuts. And if you've been listening and following our podcast, you know, I have a saying Everything in its place. I don't like a mess. I like things put away. So I decided it needed to go either to the trash or we needed to figure out where to store it, which we don't really have a place to store it. And then I said, oh, hey, honey, those two boards kind of sticking out on the side of the boathouse way up high. What if you made that a shelf and you stored all this extra wood up there since I don't know if we're going to use it again? Right. Well, act, well, because we assume that we might use it again, right? Um, well, we're going to always assume that when I'm around, there's a project. <laughs> right. So. so I went ahead and grabbed one of the big sheets of plywood and stuck it up there and marked it off and cut it and got a really good piece in there. Um, but yeah, the only way to to assemble this thing is to get on a pretty tall step ladder. Well, you know, we have a regular ladder. What made you pick the step ladder? Uh because the uh, I don't know, I'm dumb. The, no, the <laughs> the real reason why is because the step ladder for it to work, I would have had to like for it to open wide enough. There was no place for me to be able to stand. The, you mean the, the ladder? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The the step stool is small enough where I could actually sit it there on the side of the walkway. Okay. 
it was again it, it, only thing that'll fit there's a potential like we might need to widen things on the boathouse someday because things are narrow sure so i got the shelf up there and then i was carrying my first batch of lumber up there so i'm and i was on the other side <laughs> of the boathouse on some stairs um i took on a painting project in the boathouse this weekend right so i'm painting away and i hear a loud thud Thud. Now, <laughs> I have heard thuds from time to time, and I always yell out, you okay, dear? Or I say, you okay? I don't use dear. You say, yes, dear. <laughs> but I just hear, yes, dear. Like, don't ask me. I'm fine. Right, right. So I almost asked, anticipating, like, I almost even asked, like, I really cared. It was more like, you okay? Because I just figured you were going to do the whole, <laughs> yes, dear. You just drop something. Occasionally, things fall in the water or just fall. But you didn't answer me. So I turned around to look where you were at, and you were not there. I looked down, and you were in the water. Did I not make a splash? No. What? I didn't hear a splash. Huh. I didn't even hear a sound. Did I and, fall in gracefully like you, a diver? <laughs> you also didn't say anything for, for a while. Like I mean, I'm looking at you, and you're kind of flailing about in the water, but you're not talking. <laughs> But you also were holding the ladder up with your foot in such a way so that the or the step, the step ladder stool, yeah. would not also fall in on you. But it was like <laughs> halfway in on you. By this point, the girls have heard the commotion. They've come out. So we all are helping you get out of the water. There's lumber in the water. There's the ladders or step stools halfway in the water. Um, so we get all that out. Now, for everyone picturing, uh, they didn't actually help me out of the water at all. No, you, you, you grabbed the ladder and <laughs> or the stepstool. You step did that by yourself, which none of us probably wouldn't have been able to do. Me and the girls, you being the I don't know, big, tall, strong man, um, <laughs> a little more acrobatic. Well, and you actually used one of the lines that is from the boat to the boathouse. So anywhere else, I don't know if you would have been able to get up. You so happen to have a basically I have a, a rope. line right there, yeah. So, so what happened was I was taking a step down after putting the wood up and uh, what I was holding on to uh, up high slipped a little bit, which caused me to lose my step on the step ladder. And that caused me to roll my left ankle. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know that me rolling my ankle is not a, a, a an uncommon occurrence and that I had surgery a few years or no, several months back. A year ago. Has it been a year? It was a year ago this, uh, in August. Really? Oh, yeah, around I my birthday. Mm -hmm. Oh. I told you in the anniversary of your surgery. My ankle surgery? Yeah. Huh. Wow. Surgery on my birthday and then kidney stone on my birthday. Good heavens. Uh, age reminders. Anyhow, um, I missed the step going down, rolled my other ankle, uh, and then promptly fell into the water. I, I'm kind of surprised that you didn't hear a splash, though. I don't know how I that didn't, happened. I think that the like the wood falling to the ground overpowered that sound. So, I mean, when I said, are you okay, dear, I figured you dropped the wood that you were trying to put up there. <laughs> I just didn't think you were also, you know, falling. Right. So. So, yes. So, I kept painting. <laughs> well. <laughs> work, work to be done. You didn't keep painting while I was there in the water room. You did wait well, till after I got out. <laughs> yes. And dried off. But uh, I went back to work. Right. Painting. I have goals before winter. As it looks like, you know, we're going to be in the boathouse for another winter, so. 
Yeah, I mean, the alternative would be that we would be out in the rain in the winter. <laughs> so I guess this is better. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, But that was... So, I mean, I guess leading up to that, I said I was doing projects on the weekend because mm-hmm. drum roll got my job back. Yes. I asked for my job back. It's confusing. Chad and I actually laughed about it. I'm not sure who you would say asked for who to work. Like if I said, I'm coming back, he didn't really say you want to come back. So long story short, I work for one of our good friends. So even though I quit my job, I think in January is when I quit, um, to spend more time at home and do all that with the kids. Well, then COVID hit. Who would have guessed that it would go from like, I want to spend more time with my kids to, oh my gosh, they never leave. (laughs) Thanks, COVID. Um, So I'm getting a little break by getting off of the boat and going into an office and just getting a few things done for a construction company that I work for again. Yeah. But now you get to go back and design floor plans and... The truth is, I bleed sawdust. Like... I just go back to construction. (laughs) It's just in my veins. I can't stay away. He actually called and said, you know, he had just a little, little thing for me to look at. And I went, I don't know, last week did I go for a drive to one of the houses? And the, the favor he had was actually at a house I designed. And I had not seen it finished because I left nine months ago. Right. I take one step into this house and I'm like, stupid i should have said no because <laughs> <laughs> he hooked you huh? <laughs> i should have said no um the smell of fresh paint and sawdust and seeing something cool that you design come to life i was like okay i'll come back but he didn't really formally ask me to i just said i'll come back <laughs> so uh, he must have known i started monday yeah and then Hayden had been applying for jobs, lots and lots and lots That's of jobs. That's our 16-year-old. Which, it's always hard when it's your first job because you don't really have a resume. Right. So, you got to wait for that person, which is usually fast food. Everybody's got to do their fast food Right? Time. You just got to do your time. That's what I kind of told her. Everybody does their time. So, she had a job interview this week and got the job. Now, to be fair, her resume didn't have nothing on it. Well, I, I... mean, like, like actual work experience. So you I have work volunteer. with her. That, well, that's a big deal, though, on a, for a first job. For fast food, Oops. that's actually what separated her. Um, mm-hmm. She said that when she originally applied, it showed that there were 500 applicants. And then it got whittled down to much less than that based on who had any sort of job listing or jo- uh, any sort of work history or volunteer history on the actual wow. um, resume. I wonder if, like, I don't know about all high schools, but around here, the high school actually has it as a requirement to have 30 volunteer hours before you can graduate. Right, right. So then that would help because then right Absolutely. off the bat you have volunteer So she hours. had math tutoring. Um, she did concessions, right. which the interviewer said that was a big deal because she did concessions for the soccer. Um, mm-hmm. And then for band, she was doing some volunteering with the uh, the marching bands. And the uh, the interviewer's son is also in marching band. So they had a lot of connections that yeah. were based on what she put on the resume. Yeah. So she has a job. She does. Also this week. Yeah. So while we <laughs> gained two jobs in this household, we lost one. And if anyone wants to know the greater or lesser of the hits to the income. 
Our two gains do not equal the loss. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Um, we had been talking about um, sort of my my job security for the past few weeks. And, you know, we like, kind of talked about know. it. We weren't sure, right? Uh, seven weeks ago, there was a an assessment that was done, and we finally got the results. And unfortunately, uh, yours truly will not be gainfully employed here at some point in the near future. Yeah. We don't even know. We don't even know what any of this looks like. This is all new territory. It is. But one of the things that I'm really grateful for is that you and I have done a fantastic job paring down our expenses. Yes. Um, Hence, we live on a boat. We we live on a boat, (laughs) right? Um, But we, I mean, we don't have room to buy a bunch of stuff. Right. Uh, We aren't straddled with a lot of debt. No, we own pretty much everything Mm -hmm. almost. So we're good. So our expenses are low, except that we have three teenage daughters i mean that in itself is kind of like yeah that's a built-in expense they're working their way to wanting cars and college and the the eek expensive right 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 (laughs) although thank you covid there are no school dances or any of that stuff (laughs) right so like this year i didn't have to buy the marching band outfit and i mean I'm saving a ton of money without school. We almost bought a dress for prom last year. Yeah. Like a week before (laughs) COVID hit. Uh, Uh, Like, you know, wipe the sweat off your brow on that one. (laughs) What do you do with the prom dress? It's never been worn and sitting in a closet. I mean, you couldn't even return it because all the stores closed. Right. We would have been sunk. Let's just Uh, say 2020 is the weirdest. It is. Now, our expenses are, are fairly low. I've done, I'm trying to do some math on, you know, just to see what could we actually get away with in terms of how what? little how little income can we make Why? and still Well, we because, do need medical insurance because you secretly, tend to get the job that can get medical insurance. Deep down inside. Uh-huh. You want to be a pirate. I I do want to be a pirate, but I don't want to plunder things. Like that's the part that I'm you know, having other jobs do and I incomes. Do you hear like midlife crisis coming <laughs> no. through now? No, I'm not buying anything crazy. Um, I secretly dream of being, not so secretly, I guess. Well, I mean, it's not a secret not anymore. You, right? <laughs> um, I dream of being a writer, like a full-time novel writer. That's what I want to do. Yeah. It, sounds, it doesn't pay the bills, though. I was just going to say, I hear I make no money. <laughs> Starving artist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's pretty much what I hear. Yes. So somehow. Um, An artist who... Um, has decided maybe to figure out how to do, you know, cooking, cleaning. So we have a switch in <laughs> roles that has literally never happened in our house in seven, 17? I don't 18. know. I don't know. We just had an anniversary and I can't remember what it was. 18. <laughs> Speaking of switch in uh, roles. We've been married a long time. <laughs> and I've been doing a lot of laundry and a lot of cooking. Right. So... So, I've been asking for uh, a punch list for each day. Who gave me a punch list? Well, you have 18 years of experience no, here. that's lame. It's <laughs> not lame. You have 18 years of being in the same house as me. <laughs> you legitly well, need me to tell you when it's time to do laundry? So, <laughs> I think we've described this before where you see a mess 
and you notice it and it bothers you. Well, because things should be clean. All right. Okay. And so moved and in their place. When I see the same mess or a little bit of dust collecting, it doesn't hit that spot in my mm. brain where, okay, I, I've got to do something about this. I am a little paranoid to go back to work. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Listen. I need it clean. And the thing is, if I was a single lady, okay, just hear me out. I'm okay. single. And I come home to, you know, an apartment. It's just me. And I, I of course, have no pets. So it's just me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, it's not messy. So when I get up and I eat breakfast and I clean up the kitchen, I make my bed before I go out the door. I'm not thinking while I'm at work about the mess that four other people are making while I'm gone. Because I get home and nobody's made a mess. But when I'm at work, sometimes all I can think about... <laughs> <laughs> is the messes you guys are making that I'm coming home to that nobody is cleaning. Uh, you're obsessed. But listen, <gasps> if we I made... I just want to live in a clean world. If we made a checklist, mm. I would ensure... Why don't you make it... a checklist? No, I can't. I just... That's why I can't. I just need your help. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> so, for example, on Tuesday, if you, if you go to work and I'm... What day is Tuesday? What happens on Tuesday? I have no idea. Oh, it's poop boat day. There we go. So guess what else happens on Tuesday? We clean the toilets. <gasps> Bingo. Right. Do you need a list? No, no, well, I don't need a list for that you item. You just got to think about it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and you have kids that Well, should... then my writing career will never take off. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> right? That is exactly it. You think, good, she left. Uh, I can sit here and write all day. This is why you can't. I can't let you be a writer. <laughs> well, if I have a regular You'll be job, like, I will leave and come back. Either. You'll be sitting in your own like filth. <sighs> it's not that bad. Uh... <laughs> I came in after. So again, today this weekend was supposed to be the weekend of you know getting stuff done around the boat, but somebody got hurt you know, 10 minutes into working. So <laughs> rolling my ankle and falling. In it the drink. became just me cleaning. And today I promised the girls if I did a lot of cleaning yesterday, which I did, I would then make it hair day today. Mm -hmm. So even you got your hair done. I, I don't know if I got it done. I had oh. a little bit of a little bit cut off. Cut your hair. I cut about three inches off. Did you know that? No. Yeah. About three inches of curls. <laughs> um. So I cut your hair. I dyed Hayden's hair and cut her hair. Then I cut Charlie's hair. Then I twice dyed Morgan's hair. She went with two-toned pink and blue um, and dyed Morgan's hair. So today was a day of dying. And at one point I took a break and I came in, which you were working on your book, and you were just surrounded by things that I'm guessing you asked the children to bring you. <laughs> I couldn't get up. I was uh -huh. injured. <laughs> and that was my picture of, oh, dear God. <laughs> I can't go back to work. Hey, 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 listen. I did all the teak work so, on the back of our boat. Then I will say, so one of the times I came up was kind of like, so you don't have to stand to do teak work. You're on your hands and knees down there scrubbing. So you want to do that? I Which did. that was the first time you cleaned the cockpit in the, in the year we've owned the boat, though. I've cleaned it at least every other week. Yeah. Well, my level of cleaning was actually kind of painful for me because my ankle hurt so bad. And then I bashed my <laughs> knee on the transom door. I was a mess. But I ended up having to lift a bunch of heavy things off the cockpit. You know that I've moved them every time I clean the boat. No, right. If I was just moving them, that'd be fine. I had to lift them and take them into the boathouse. I know. I take them off the boat every time I clean the cockpit. You just have never paid attention. 
Hmm. All right. <laughs> About every other week since we've owned this boat. Huh. Yep. Well. Whenever you're like, oh, hey, the cockpit looks clean. I take everything off. You know what, though? That's it, how I clean. It's never, ever, oh, hey, the cockpit looks clean. It is, hey, Josh, look at the cockpit. I cleaned it. That's how because it always goes. you gets. never notice. I don't notice. That's right. <laughs> we established that already. Um, but no. So the point is, me lifting up that heavy stuff was kind of painful. But uh, we bought this three-step cleaning slash brightening slash oil for the teak. Yep. We've never had teak before on the three boats we owned. Right? I don't know if there was teak on the Matthews. Oh, there might have been. Yeah. On the bow. Uh, I don't I actually can barely remember. I think there was. But our bayliner has really nice teak work in the cockpit and on the swim step. Yeah. That is not uh what do you call that? Well, that's not OEM. It's not main it doesn't come from yeah, the factory for the bayliner. That has to be added. No bayliner comes with teak. Yeah, as far as I know. No. So it's not like, or, like an LE model or an LX model or whatever. <laughs> I think we already are in like the LE model, or whatever, just for having the, I don't know what you call it. You call it bright work? Don't mm. you call the wood? I don't that, know if that's the wood or if that's the metal. Actually, I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> We're really good at this. Right. <laughs> please keep following our podcast. Right, right. Please we know to us. everything. <laughs> well, the wood, it's not a wood rail. It's. Where the rail is screwed into, we have wood going along that. And I think that that's like your upgrade Oh, when you bought a bayliner. Huh. Um, w- from just looking at different bayliners, I can tell like some of the things we have, I think, might have been a stock upgrade. But mm. teak is not An ever. Option. Yeah. That's so, added later. Whoever added it to this boat did a really nice job. And so the cockpit, um, the hatches, the, um, uh, the, all, the all the flooring... But uh, it needed to be re-oiled, and so we watched Mostly some YouTube we're videos. Mostly because hard on it. I feel like if we didn't have the pets back there as much, it wouldn't... The pets and the sliding around the big washer tub that we have? It's not... It's the cat litter. The cat litter is destroying it. Oh. Yeah. And then I have to... That's hmm. why then I have to empty everything out. Her litter, she gets litter everywhere, it gets into everything, and it actually like leaves like kind of a stain, so I have to take everything out of there Gross. and scrub the floors every other week it's hmm. the litter box i was actually thinking hey i think that if we're not out and about the litter box should be in the boathouse i that was my idea when <gasps> we first moved in here oh <laughs> i thought, you, you, were, saying that I thought you were thinking that right now <laughs> no I, no i think now that she's more comfortable uh-huh when we're in the boathouse she is just super comfortable she walks around everywhere when we go places loft, yeah. yeah when we go places she's a nervous wreck yeah, so she doesn't, she doesn't to, want to go outside at all. Yeah. Right, to bring it back on. But I am I think her litter is making... <laughs> no one can see you shaking your head at me. I'm not shaking it. I'm nodding. Oh. That's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> That's very confusing. <laughs> uh, stupid English language for motions. Head gestures. Yeah. If we were in another country, you'd be like doing, you know, the... I don't yeah, know. Go ahead and describe <laughs> it on the podcast, Kendra. Uh, <laughs> Bobbing your head sideways. Bobbing. All right. So anyhow, uh, litter box in the boathouse instead of on the boat is a fantastic idea that I had at the very beginning. Yeah. So yes, let's do that. Oh, there is another <laughs> project that you did that I have already done. What? I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I just want everybody to know that I do clean. What do you? What? What can you think that you did recently that I had already done 
and I made you do it by yourself. I didn't even help you because I was like, listen, dude, I did it by myself. You got to do it by yourself. I don't know what voice you're using, and I also have no idea what you're talking about. You defrosted the refrigerator because we uh... put it back when I defrosted it or when... See? We did something wrong, right? Here I am <laughs> learning all the things, and I can do it. I just need to... I need to put it on a schedule, like like Tuesday at five o'clock. Except work for on this defrosting fridge. the refrigerator. I mean, again, yeah, it was kind of a random thing. I don't know how often you're supposed to do that in a year. Um, do you know? Well, not as often as we did because we only did it a few months ago, and then we had to do it again. I did it a few months <clears> ago. No, sure, sure. What was I doing? Working. That... Yeah, we were at the island in Europe. Top were working. you defrosting it because we? Th- because of the smell, yep. and, and we thought that maybe yep. it was a if smell trapped in the ice. Back, it was <laughs> rotten salmon. It was rotten salmon, right? <laughs> okay, well, we did not have another rotten salmon uh, adventure at this time. But you know, I wonder if it was because the refrigerator wasn't working properly then; things weren't cold enough. Because we had the same oh. problem: the ice buildup on the sides. Um. So, boat owners, you and I have learned something new this this week. We did that yeah. this week, right? Yeah. About how a boat refrigerator, or I guess an RV even. No, see, you mentioned that earlier to me before we started recording, and I wanted to point out that an RV fridge is nothing at all like a, a boat fridge. Really? Yes. So but they every, look the same. If by same you mean small, <laughs> yes, however. And the door, you know, you got that like small stupid little door. latchy thingy <laughs> that you got to like push down because there's the, while you're in motion, you don't want the door to open. So every well, every RV fridge that we've had yeah. has a pilot light because it's propane powered. Oh. You can switch back and forth between being plugged in or on propane. Okay. There's no propane for our fridge no, we'll on blow the boat. Up. We won't blow up. It's just, <laughs> what the heck? Um, so our fridge is a 12 volt slash 120 volt, which literally means we can use it on the battery power or on does. shore power. Uh-huh. Um, like when we're underway. Correct. Okay. Um, although it doesn't have to be because we have an inverter. Anyhow, the way our fridge works, and I think a lot of boat fridges work this way, uh, at least 90s or whatever. I don't know how new the fridge is. I've looked at new fridges. So they might be a little different. So They're too expensive. A fridge has a condenser, which makes things cold i mean that i don't need to go into all the details because that's boring but it has a cold part okay and you would think that if we have a fridge that and we also have a freezer that we would have two separate condensers a a very cold section and then a not quite as cold section for the fridge refrigerators work like a home fridge yeah right i think (laughs) actually i mean i maybe home fridges work the same way and maybe i'm i'm like have discovered how all fridges work i actually don't know so a fridge has a thermostat that tells the computer how cold it is. Okay. And if the thermostat's in the wrong spot, like if it's in, in a, your fridge, in your fridge, right? So if it's if it's hanging out in a section where it's never going to get as cold as it's supposed to get, then the fridge is going to think, okay, I'm not cold enough. I'd better get more cold. Okay. Since our condenser chills the freezer first, uh-huh. it made the freezer get very, 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 very cold, and then it blocked. All of the air passages that cool down the rest of the fridge. Hence all the ice up top. So the Right. So the freezer got extra cold, but then none of the cold air from the freezer could drift down into the fridge. But our stuff was so nice and cold in the freezer. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Hard as a rock. Ice cream. Right. Which I'm like, 
I don't understand. Everybody's like, oh, well, my boat, my ice cream's never hard. But I was like, ours is. Yeah, we've got a great fridge, but somehow the the, the fridge portion <laughs> but, won't go below but, 53 degrees. <laughs> well, here's what happened. I was like, everything I keep pulling out doesn't feel very cold. And everything just keeps rotting so fast. Right. We, I'd be like, I made that two days ago and it's got mold on it. So we decided to stick the, um, what do you call that? Thermometer. That's what that is. Uh-huh. We've got like a room thermometer. But not like under your tongue. No. Well, I mean, you can try. <laughs> it's kind of big. <laughs> Don't put it in your mouth. <laughs> we, we bought a little a thermometer slash humidity detector so we can just kind of see the, the condition of our we boat. We were really time. doing it for the for the lizard thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. I bought it for my we gecko's tank. We bought it for tank. him because we wanted to make sure we weren't freezing him this winter, last winter. So we stuck that in the refrigerator because that was the only way to see like, okay... What temperature is it? Right. It 53 was, degrees. Yeah, a whopping 53. Right. So. And if you've ever taken a health safety class, you'll know <laughs> that a refrigerator needs to be at 40 degrees. So we were... Take that, COVID. You thought you'd kill us? <laughs> right, right. We lived through rotten food for two months. Oh, man. So, um, <laughs> you know, my first thought without knowing how the fridge worked was, oh, crap, I'm going to have to buy a new fridge. Um, but... Uh, Oh, crap. We don't have to buy a new fridge. Wait, we don't get to buy a new fridge. I saw a really cool one online. Okay. So. Um, so oh, wait. You don't have a job. Uh, oh. So I got online, did a bunch of research, uh, and figured out that what had actually happened. Whoa. Oh, wow. What was it that? It sounded like a cannon went off. Yeah. Huh, and that spooked and the dog, so we're you can say hi, Porter. We're with the dog because the cockpit is... Huh, Porter, go lay down. All oily. You're okay, buddy. We You're okay. We podcasted with him. Hmm, that was exciting. That's a first. All right. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I anyhow, know where we I were. got on and watched a bunch of YouTube videos, and the one that caught my eye was the uh, one that kind of explained the whole thermostat situation, where that needed to go. And so the... <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear. My dog is growling at the night sky now. <laughs> um, I uh, so I had to defrost the freezer and and fridge and the fridge. Well, I mean, yeah, the ceiling, the fridge, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're super tough. Mm-hmm. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after I got it all defrosted, put the thermostat where it's supposed to go, our fridge is working properly. Yes. We know because we put the thermometer back in there and it's now at the like 30 39, yeah. So uh, I think just from this week, food has lasted longer. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real. I don't even. You had butter go bad in the fridge. So that is actually (laughs) where it started was Hayden made toast, put butter on it and just about died. She came up and she was spitting. Like, why is this butter sour? And I have never had butter go bad in my life. Like, never. I, I mean, I, I feel like butter is one of those things that like lasts forever in a fridge. Right. Like, don't we normally leave butter out on the counter and like, not in the fridge? Right. Well, that can also go bad. That was just for eating it. Without, I'm not eating dairy. So I was the main butter eater, I think. Oh, in the past, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. I was thinking about it. I'm like, how could butter go bad in the refrigerator? And that was sort of <laughs> kind of how we got to the maybe the fridge isn't working. 
and how I really got your attention on it because I'd said it, but I think because you don't, again, you don't really cook, you don't pull a lot of things out of the fridge. Right. You don't throw away things that are old. I do get upset at things being thrown away though. Because yeah, but I was like, I can't I paid help for it. That food. I know, but I'm like, <laughs> you leftovers should last more than two days. I don't know why it already stinks. Yeah. Like, I can't figure it out. So you fixing the fridge will save us money. Yes. Because leftovers will last longer than two days. Right. And none of us are going to die of food poisoning. <laughs> right. Sandwich meat uh, poisoning. That's actually the first thing I threw out. I was like, dang it. I just bought lunch meat and I don't trust it now. Right. That sucked. <laughs> I got the good stuff too. So. All right. So we got the fridge taken care of. We've got the remodels taken care of. We got me falling. Um, that's everything on the checklist except your mom. Mm, okay. So hopefully this week. No one falls in again. No, no one falls in again. Hayden has a good week at work. Right. And you find out more information about, you kind of know what. My actual last day of work is. You don't even know that. <laughs> just that you've been, yeah. Um, you know, you have a company car. There's quite a few things to dig through on that. Right, I've got to mail back a laptop and right, like cell phone. You and... have a lot to do on your end. But then on the flip side, you've applied for some jobs. Right. So hopefully you've got, you know, interviews coming up. That would be good. That would be very good. Um, as much as I would like to be a writer. Yeah, that, <laughs> that has to be a dream you dream when the girls are probably gone. Hmm. When we're actually pirates. Unless you think you can write something that pays the bills. And I don't know how many people write things that pay the bills. I don't know. Like, give me the I next don't either. writer of Harry Potter. <laughs> she pays bills, probably. Right? Yeah, she's filthy rich. Okay. So if you write Harry Potter, we're good. If I write Harry Potter, <laughs> I'm a plagiarist. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. a I'm a crazy fanfic writer. Something as good as, or as popular. There you go. Because I was like, eh, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, but <laughs> anyway. Um, and so we're just gonna keep checking along, getting projects done, and then then you still have Harbor Patrol. Yeah. As long as you're not too gimpy, speaking I'm pretty sure you can't be gimpy on Harbor Patrol. Correct. So speaking of checklists, and this is actually why, like why this resonates for me. Uh So every time we go out on the Harbor Patrol boat, so I haven't actually gotten a chance to do a volunteer run yet. I've just been in training. You are on the list for this month. Right. Well, every month. Um, I mean, starting. Yeah. So there is a checklist that we have to go through every single time we go out. So that involves things like actually opening the hatch, checking the engines, checking the oil, checking all these things before we go off. Oh, more than we do. Well, (laughs) which has inspired me. To create a checklist for the boat. Which we've always talked about. We've always talked about. We haven't done it yet. Um, but we have gotten a little bit better uh, about checking the fluids on our boat. Checking the yeah, oil. Checking the Because coolant. I've been so adamant about it. I'm like, because, and I was adamant because like, dude, I watch all these other boaters on Instagram that I follow. And I feel like they're always checking their fluids. And we lived on this thing for like six months before we even looked at a fluid. <laughs> So I thought, we're probably doing it wrong. And it was a good thing I said something because we were really low on oil. Correct. Correct. And coolant on one side. On the starboard engine. Same engine, actually, as the yeah. one that was a little low on, yeah. on oil. That engine probably is going to need to be looked at at some point. So she... I did some more research. It's not the engine. Oh. Um, 
well, I mean, it is, but it's not the uh, the motion of the engine. <laughs> I have to take that back because it is, but like, not the way you think it is. I was like, wait a minute. So just sitting here, <laughs> she's imaginary drinking the oil we put in her. No. Says no engine ever. So the... Okay, everybody. <laughs> like my words are just not working. I, this is why I cannot be a writer, apparently. Um, the starboard engine has a vibration that the uh, port engine does not. It vibrates quite a bit more. And that makes oil go through No, it no, it's not related to that. It's oh. unrelated. Um, it vibrates because it's slightly out of alignment. Okay. So when it's out of alignment, it's going to like basically shake against its bearings. And that's just there's no way to, to have that go away on its own. It has and to be realigned. And that takes more oil. No, none of these things are oil related. Why the heck are we talking about it? <laughs> it's just another thing that we do need to do. Do you know why it takes oil? Um, you don't. I do, but it's a lot of mumbo jumbo. Oh. But we're going to have someone probably look at it's it? It's the valve seals. We're going to have someone look at it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's anyway. not work that I want to do. Checklist, Harbor Patrol. Yes. Um. And then... No, um, no, no. I wasn't done with that. Okay. So with having a checklist... <laughs> That is also what helps reinforce my idea that if I had a checklist while you're working, you see how I can excited you are down. about this checklist. Do you I... feel it? <laughs> Do you feel the excitement? That is how I feel about cleaning. Well, so... I maybe I would feel that way about cleaning uh... if I saw it on a list because I could check it off and no, feel like I accomplished it. You're supposed to see the mess because sometimes I feel like if I were to write down like you know, clean off around the coffee pot, you guys don't think it's necessarily a mess that's right but it is <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know how a checklist is supposed to help you guys be cleaner people um See? it would have me completely clean it up because the checklist says completely clean up around the coffee pot area okay we're gonna stop talking about it because right now we sound like a marriage <laughs> podcast we are and not a bo- bo- bleh, and not and not a boating podcast <laughs> All right. um, No, the other thing I was going to say is we're trying to get some of this stuff in place because I called up my mom last week. It's like, hey, come visit. (laughs) She has not seen the boat and it'll be a year here before we know it. Mm -hmm. So my mom decided to fly up and then my sister found out and wanted to come see the boat too. So my sister and her daughter, my niece, are going to fly up and visit. So we're going to have three extra bodies uh-huh. on this boat. Yeah. Either I'm going to prove to hmm. you that, um, I don't know what my point is going to be. If it's, maybe we need some house on land still. What? I know, which you don't like to hear. Or the famous saying that I say every week. We need a bigger boat. <laughs> <clears throat> we're going to need a bigger boat. Hmm. Because the more I thought about it, the more I was like, we did go bigger than the last boat, but we didn't really go big enough to have people come stay with us. I don't know. I think we're going to fit. We're I don't know if be... a lot of boaters enjoy having company uh, overnight but, for multiple days in a row. But we're still in that phase of life that that's just where we're at. No, it's not. Yes, it is. We, but we never do this. What you're what you um, are proposing is something that we have never done. Okay, so 
to clarify, our kids are getting older. <laughs> uh huh. And what I'm afraid of is that when they leave and they have a significant other, they're not going to want to come back to a tiny boat to stay the night. Well, it's a good thing we don't have a tiny boat. Um, you just said that three people don't fit. So how? I'm confused. But you think three people do fit? Um, sure. <laughs> You're kind of caught in a catch twenty two there, aren't you? <laughs> I am. Right now, I am content with our boat and our boathouse, which is good because we financially literally are stuck where we are. So, right. Um, that's all. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Don't use that word. We're more than fine. We live on the water. Like any day is a good day in the water. You know, I, running the girls around and feeling exhausted at the end of the day because we're trying to get stuff ready for. I don't know, some kind of weird school year and, you know, buying hair dye, whatever this week. And we get back and we walk the docks to get back and I get onto the boat and I pour myself a drink and I sit on my back deck with my little garden and my new couch overlooking the water and there's cute little seals, you know, behind And it. seagulls you've been feeding. I might if have... you can all send Kendra a message <laughs> through the website... It says something along the lines of don't feed the seagulls because Listen, that will only attract more seagulls who will was, then poop all over her clean, clean she boat. Was, she was really cute, okay? <laughs> she hung Don't out. feed the seagulls. She hung out with me all day. Listen, I will She only hung out because you fed her. Well, maybe. I did not, even though I kind of wanted to, feed the um, river otters that were hanging out the other day. I didn't feed them. No, that's true. They found food on their own. They did. Um, eating mussels off oh my of our gosh, neighbor's boathouse. They boat were house. so cute. I kind of wanted one as a pet. But then I walked by their poop and I'm like, yeah, I don't want one. I like how you're distracting from the fact that you were feeding a seagull right, not, right behind our boat. I do not see why that was a problem. It was one seagull. I mean, at one point there was like six when I turned around, but then it always... <laughs> <laughs> you know how you get on me about not seeing messes? <laughs> That is a mess. That is going to be a disaster. Uh, I called Charlie up and I was like, Charlie, don't tell your dad. (laughs) (laughs) There's now six of them. They're multiplying. Oh, God. But by the end, it was, he was just back to my one, my one little girl out there. Hmm. Just sitting there. She just swam around for hours at, at the back waiting for more food i think that when i uh when i post a picture of this episode i'm gonna have the seagulls from finding nemo the whole mine 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 uh-huh. and have that be like the image for this episode okay. because that's what it's gonna be no you're gonna keep doing it. that seagull is gonna come back tomorrow i guarantee she won't with all of her friends you guarantee yes we'll see you guys will hear about it on the next episode uh-huh. i'm sure uh-huh. you won't because she won't be back <laughs> okay uh, all right. Um, anything we have planned for this coming week? No, I feel like we've already touched all that. We talked about... <laughs> Why are you making eyes at me? We talked about the week. We talked about my mom coming. Your, mom, your mom's coming in two weeks. Yeah, I said I said that we had to figure out your job, your car, Hayden and I will be working. Sure, sure. We talked about the week. I guess I meant more boat stuff. Like I also have to do the same teak treatment on the swim step. That's another thing that we've got to do. It's mm-hmm. a project. Any other projects you have in mind, I guess is what I meant. Um, Just cleaning and organizing. I mean, constantly. That's a never ending. I have 
a bunch of stuff that I think I want to take to the storage unit because we start to feel kind of bogged down with stuff. Right. And so um, that's when I end up taking stuff to the storage unit. It's officially, I mean, it's not fall, but I guess it's fall decorating season for you. Which is like five things compared to the five bins of things <laughs> that I used to have. So I took out the five things. Our boat does smell like pumpkin spice now. And pumpkin spice is official. <laughs> I did go to the storage unit and get our winter bedding for you and I. Okay. Um, the mornings kind of have had more of a chill. Although it's supposed to it's supposed to be like 93 on Thursday. So That is not a chill. That's except for the mornings and nights the the, the temperature drops more than it does in the summer. Sure. Anyway. I went to the storage unit to get your boot and your crutches. <laughs> For my ankle. <laughs> so I figured I'd grab my winter bedding. So. I think we can probably put the crutches back. It yeah. It turns out that I can walk okay on my ankle. I thought it was going to be worse than it was because it hurt really bad when it happened, but I, I can slowly walk now. It's fine. Yeah. Well, luckily we have a storage unit. Yeah, it's, so. that's... Been quite can, useful for us. We can keep the crutches for the next time. <laughs> and there will be a next time, I'm sure. Uh, uh, knock on wood. Knock on something. All right. I love you. Oh my gosh. I love you. I love you too. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week.